Trying to figure out how to send money with this app. You are the tech wizard. Send money. Should I hit that button? Yes. It says, let's get started. Okay. Add your contacts. Not now, because that's... I would assume that I'm already a contact. Uh, no. Because it wants to go into my... By add my contact, it means go into my contact book. Oh, okay. Because when I go in and send, it automatically pulls up like the last eight people that I've had transactions with. Okay, see... Mayan just has somebody I think I sent money to once a while back. Do you know what I mean? Okay. I wonder if once I send money to you, then you'll be in my contacts. Maybe. I don't know if that makes any sense. So it's asking me to enter a name, email, or mobile. So yours is Longbox? Nope. Three guys from nowhere. Oh, okay. Because I always get it from Longbox Heroes. Okay, so... I have it set up that when people pay mm-hmm. and I send out, it comes up as Longbox Heroes because typically it's only set up that way for uh, people buying shirts and whatnot. Right. So it should come – it should – Right. So it's T-H-R-E-E-G-U-Y-S yes. from nowhere. Yes. No – where dot wait at gmail yes all right because i i you're you're in my account you're in my contact so i don't even have to you know what i mean gmail no that's gmame not gmail dot com this is the show by the way this is uh after dark oh i don't like 171 so don't say what's going on with like Mm -hmm. uh physicalities so now, or right so what the money's for, for amounts the, right for this for the spectrox that right. you're sending you're you're witnessing todd and i do a uh spectrox deal via paypal right. okay now it says what type of payment of this we'll use this type of payment you select below for all future payments for this email address you can change this later if you want to do i do personal or purchase personal personal right Next. Now it says it has a a calculator and a dollar sign, so I want to punch in what the amount I want to give, right? That's correct. What is Spectrox announced now? Well, we're not supposed to say. Oh, that is true. I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, so I put in the amount that we discussed for our, you know, nasal adventure. Mm -hmm. And it says next. So I'll hit that. Now it's a little wheel is spinning. How do I want to pay? It says pay, PayPal balance. Right. So I get to pick that with no fee. Right. Next. Because if you send it as like purchasing a good, they whack you a fee. Right. And, and then it, if I if it said if I use my credit card, there was also a fee. Right. Um. So it says review the amount we agreed upon for Spectrox. Blah 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 blah. Payment received in seconds. It says. Okay. Sending now. Right. Because when you're doing balance to balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually instantaneous. I'm sent. I'm doing done. So I'm going to see my activity, 
and it says bingo Mon- bango it's there and and there's a beautiful picture of you next to the long box heroes and there's a beautiful picture of you next to you when i send it to you oh wow that's not a picture of me though well it's your little abada ah so did i do good with technology joe so far Mm. The PayPal now, police have not come and arrested me yet, so now I have to give you the the, the cash for that tiny bit of Spectrox that I owe for. Right. It. Or I might just subtract it from something. Right, gotcha. So let me do this. Two O Okay. Now you're sending it off? Yes. To uh, the the, uh, Bolivian. Right. The uh, Bolivian shale guy throwing a little extra in there so he didn't step on it this time. That's right. We want good marching powder. We're going to be rolling in Spectrox. Even though you shouldn't roll in Spectrox. Doesn't seem. Seems like a waste of good Spectrox. I just like saying Spectrox. That's all I'm, you know. It's the fact that you do do one Doctor Who thing, and that makes me giddy with with happiness. I say uh, wibbly wobbly time be wine be all the time. Yeah, but that's wrong by a few letters. And I always say this: there's nothing worse than getting something one of your friends likes wrong just by a little bit. That is probably the most disgraceful thing a person can do. That's why I don't do it. With your W word. Don't get me started. So I mentioned it to you on Twitter the other day. How uh, how many more downloads in a much quicker amount of time that Body Slam episode got. Yep, and this podcast had a good run. So what you're saying is you want to do more uh, stuff that gives me migraines. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not saying that I want to. I'm just <laughs> letting you know mm-hmm. that the wrestling stuff gets uh, more traction. I, I heard that. I heard that through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I swear to God, we need one of those... We need one of those Albert Patrons, and then we could do more wrestling stuff. Um, okay. Ooh, a GoFundMe for for Todd to do wrestling stuff. The money is sent, Todd. So that means that well, wheel is now in motion, and it cannot be stopped. It cannot be stopped. No. Oh. Are you saying what we've done is like the the Ugernauts from X-Men? I'm glad you said from X-Men, because I have no idea what the hell the, you were getting at with the Ugernaut. We used to... Remember when there was... Uh, remember when there was... Uh, uh, there was Juggernaut Jr., like there was those like... Uh, Spider-Girl, whatever... M2. M2. But there was a, uh, there was a Juggernaut, like, kid, and he was like... And do you remember... The cartoons, they're like the Woody Woodpeckers, and there was the one guy, the Swedish guy, whose son was, his name was Yugi, and his son was Yugi Jr., and the, the, the accent they used to be was like, Yugi, 
Yugi Junior. Well, whenever we would talk about the J comic, J2 or whatever it was called, Juggernaut, Juggy, I think was a name for him or whatever. So we used to call him Yugi and Yugi Junior. Just me finding this amusing or I I'm lost. All right, never mind. If anybody knows who Yugi and Yugi Jr. from cartoons back in the day, send me a line. The only one who might be is uh, Craig of uh, Pulse of Warriors 3, and that's about it. Wow. He knows good stuff when he hears it. He was J2. His name was J2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you made me sad. He also had a notable alias of Masked Midget, which you can't... Co- they called someone that in a comic book, Todd. Really? In the late 90s, yes. Well, all things... Well, after we know from last week's, uh, you could get away with anything, according to Billy Barty. Right. As long as you're um, a person of small stature. Yes. Oof. <laughs> Billy Barty. See, you're still talking about it. The movie left an indelible impression <laughs> on you. Ugh, yes, he did. He he did. And it's changed you for the better. Oh, I'll say it's changed me. Right. Ugh. Do these characters... I don't think these characters exist anymore. The M2 characters? Yeah. I don't know. I think they did for a little bit. Because I know... Who is the writer on the... the... Tom DeFalco. Tom DeFalco. Because every once in a while, they'll let him get a... a, a, a a Spider Girl mini or a one shot somewhere, because they were po- they were quite popular. I think it was Spider Girl was popular, but the rest of them they tried to horn in. Oh, I agree. Yes, yes. Right. But he still lets them do a. So those characters probably still do exist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Secret Wars probably wiped all that away with their. I remember the female Bucky. Mm-hmm. From Heroes Reborn, maybe ended up in this somehow. I don't know. I was not reading Heroes Reborn. Okay. And again, this is more comic book talk, but we're kind of off on the subject of things. There was the Fantastic Five mm-hmm. with Johnny Storm in the Reed role. Well, okay. There was Wild Thing. Who I was, remember that. Okay. Who was the daughter of which two characters? Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And let me think about it. Who was this? I don't know. Who was the mother? Electra. Oh, my goodness. That is a wild thing. Mm-hmm. And she had Electro Claws. Oh, my goodness. You could say that's Claws and Effect. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I could. The uh, Fantastic Five was uh, Johnny in the Reed role. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that the, is that where uh, they would go? They would send you to a link where where Johnny sings "Never Gonna Give You no. Up." A re- you just got Reed rolled. <laughs> uh, so it was uh, Leisha, the, the scroll that Johnny was married to, as a uh, as m- the new Mrs. Fantastic. I remember that. The thing with half a robot body for some reason. Oh, you do. <laughs> Big Brain, which was Reed Richards' remote-controlled robotic body. 
90s comics, everybody. And what was Franklin Richards' uh, name as part of the the Fantastic Five? Kid Fantastic? Psylord. P-S-I hyphen Lord. Woo! And they didn't last? No. Oh, my goodness. It could have been worse. could have been Fantastic Force. How come they didn't cross over? Was that when Sue had, like, the sexy costume that had, like, invisible bits on it? Oh, uh, Malice? No. Um, no, that was when she was evil. Yes, evil. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I don't... I, I want to remember Fantastic Force. Fantastic Force was when Marvel... And they don't do this anymore, Joe. Wink into the microphone. <laughs> Where they're like, if one Fantastic Four book is good, two. That was when they had Fantastic Four, Fantastic Force. Uh, Thor, Thunderstrike. I'm trying to remember like some of the other ones. Mm. It was God. They were God awful. They were all God awful. I, I don't even remember who was on Fantastic, Fantastic Force because literally I was like, even I'm not reading this. So there is a connection to this, of course, in the current Marvel universe. Uh, what's that book? This it's uh, Renew the Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Mm-hmm. That is the spiritual successor. Uh, to the M2 universe. Okay. Um, so that book was previously a book called Spider-Man Family mm-hmm. in, uh, in like 2008. And there was a uh, backup strip in there that was called Mr. and Mrs. Spider-Man, which took Oof. place in the, MC, the, the MC2 timeline. Mm. So that's okay. a spiritual successor there. Mm-hmm. And then America Dream, American Dream, which was uh, Steve Rogers' daughter. Steve Rogers' daughter, the American Dream. That's right. Not to be confused with Dusty Rhodes, I wish. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a miniseries in 2008 and 2011. Uh, and it says that they appeared in the background during a Spider Island tie-in, which I have no recollection of. Okay. Do you want to hear the Do you want to hear uh, the Fantastic Force lineup of people who are in that? This was the This was the book that was going on alongside Fantastic Four, and it even says in the Wikipedia as a spinoff to Fantastic Four rather than as a replacement. Now I'm not going to look it up there on Wikipedia, uh, but I do remember uh, that a grown-up Franklin was the uh, leader of the team. Right. Can you guess his code name? Was it just Franklin Richards? No. It, okay. No. It was, spoiler alert, it was Sylor Joe. Ugh. Just like he was in the, what is it, the, 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 the future Fantastic Four. Okay, he was a leader. Um, then there was Huntara, Tara Richards, Franklin Richards' aunt from an alternate future, Ugh. armed with a scythe that enabled her to open dim- interdimensional por- portals. Did you then see that there she was had a, Skype? Yes, she had Skype. <laughs> <laughs> then there was Vibraxis, a Wakandan with the power to generate vibratory forces. And Devlor, Devlor, an inhuman, Patui, who could transform into a large ape-like creature. Does that not sound like a hit? Oh, and that was a Tom DeFalco book, I'm guessing? 
it was created by Tom Brevert. Uh, so I guess, I guess that's who was writing it. I don't know. It doesn't have who was writing it in it. And just think, Todd, now that Marvel is publishing Fantastic Four back catalog, this could be included in there. Oh, I would totally get an omnibuy of Fantastic Force. Oof. Well, that was I'll a big t- thing. They were getting the word Force, because wasn't didn't they change West Coast Aven- Avengers to Force Works? Force Works? Was Force Works? I thought Force Works was an image book. No. Force you- Works, Absolutely. I'm looking at it here. It has it says "Killer First Issue" from the oh. ashes of West Coast Avengers. Ugh. Um, written by Abnett and Lanning, by the way. Oh, so it might not be bad. It might not be terrible. Uh, but it has it looks like it has U.S. Agent Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, and Iron Man. Um, Which Force, Bur- Force Works began shortly after West Coast Avengers disbanded. Uh, I apologize, not Jessica Drew, Julia Carpenter, uh, Spider-Woman, Scarlet Witch and Wonder Man, uh, The Century, not Sentry, but Century, joined the team shortly thereafter, uh, blah, 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 it ran for like two years, and then they popped up again during, um, the 50 state initiative. They were like one. Remember when every state had their own superhero team? Yes. Yeah, they were a superhero team in somewhere. Oof. Now I want to look up Thunderstrike. This is we're we're going deep here now. There was also some, there was the the Cybermancer and Moonraker were part of the team as well. The James Bond movie? No. Moonraker. Tom DeValco and Ron Friends was doing Thunderstrike back in the day. These are the comics. I knew knew Thunderstrike was a Tom DeFalco joint. I don't know, Joe. This why can't comics when did comics become a business? Still there? I'm still here. I'm just looking at the history of Cybermancer. Is he a is he is he like me, a wizard with technology? She, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I I assumed she appears to be wearing some sort of cybernetic Stark Bikini? Industry VR helmet. Oh. Uh, she does appear in both Civil War and Secret Invasion as like random people. Oh my god, that is a fantastic costume. Mm-hmm. Something happened to her with the high evolutionary and I'm out. And where you were talking about the uh the bits of uh co- of costume that Invisible Woman had where they were in like uh yeah. in- invisible and stuff. That was a run where they where uh as a matter of fact, somebody was talking at the shop the other day that the artist who did that actually apologized for all the stuff that that was when all the FF had pouches and and they they were even saying like oh we're not they, they weren't asking us to to make to draw like image at the time sure they weren't 
Maybe it was maybe it was forcibly implied, but they may not have told you to do it. I remember uh, that it was definitely in one of the trading card sets. Mm-hmm. No, there was. They had the outfits. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was even when Reed was dead for a while. When I remember Doom and Reed like were in an explosion and they went away and like Sue was mourning and that was when they added a a, a member like to take his place and she was he was an, I don't even know that was a, that was a rough time for Fantastic Four. She had um she had a Power Girl boob window. Yes, that with was a four. In, it, it was a cutout of a four. She mm-hmm. had a part that was like her midriff, but I vividly remember. From one of the Marvel trading card sets, they had her in this outfit where, like, she was standing in front of a waterfall. Oh, it might have been the swimsuit special. Remember the swimsuit specials? I used to love those for the ads. Right. I bought those for the ads, Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read them for the articles, too. Um, but, no, they were on, like, the same... Um, like, Marvel would do, like, a year-in-review magazine where they would sort of, like, take the piss out of themselves... Mm-hmm. And it was on the same like subscription thing as that. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, like it replaced Marvel Age. Right. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. My my favorite and I'm not making this up because I have them on my phone as we speak, is those Marvel uh, swimsuit editions. They had fake ads in them, and there's literally one in there, and I have this by Magnola that has a Latvian Express card commercial. Right. Where it says, don't leave home without it. And it's Dr. Doom holding up a card in his metal gauntlet. It says, do you know me? Though I rule over Latveria with a fist of iron, I find that when I'm outside my native country, my face isn't well known. That's why I'm not carrying out plans of world conquest. That's why when I'm not carrying out plans of world conquest, I'm carrying this. The Latvarian Express. Don't leave home without it. Oh, that's fantastic. And then there was also one for a, from the uh, Latvian, uh, what do you call it, when you, a tourist commission, where it's come to Latveria, a place of beauty and order. I've lifted the curtain on Latveria, relaxing new tra- a relaxing new travel package, so you can enjoy a rustic, romantic, superhero-free vacation in Europe's most pristine secret hideaway. Remember, I want you to enjoy yourself. And in Latveria, my word is law. Oh, that's fantastic. Good stuff. I'm trying to see who the artist on this is. The the Sue image. You don't... Uh... They have, like, one of those, like, funky signatures. Right. Where the signature is, like, uh, a white box with what looks like to be, like, two X's and a line through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't help me. No, it doesn't help me either. If you um, send it to... Well, not send it to me. I... I'm not going to send it to you. You'll never get it. This woman. Right. If you just duck, duck, go, uh, Sue Storm, Marvel swimsuit issue, it's like the third or fourth image. Marvel swimsuit edition? Uh, I just put swimsuit issue. Issue. 
a lot more comic talk on uh, After Dark than usual. I do not know who that XX is either. Right. That's a tough one. I'm sure if I found it, I could find, you know, I know that those are uploaded online somewhere in full, and I know in the back it would say, like, oh, this by this, and this by this. Like that that. person on that page, right? Right. And, like, there's certain ones that I know the art by looking at them, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sadly, that is not one of them. No, I don't know. And I just found the site that it was on and has like artists for other ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, this one, it's just like, it's like, oh, here's the Wasp by Adam Hughes. Here's Boom Boom by Rob Liefeld. Here's Sue Storm. Nothing, you know, like. So. But that was just her swimsuit. That wasn't the costume she was wearing. Right. See. This is the fake news everybody's talking about that you do. Mm -hmm. I knew it was in some sort of thing that Marvel put out. There was also a costume that she had with the with the with the cut with the four cut out on her chest. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. If in that search, you'll find a whole bunch of uh, uh, iterations and examples of that costume, which is terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. My favorite though is when you when you when you do different versions of Fantastic uh, Four members is the the super mutated thing, aka the pineapple thing. Right when he has like uh, like the bone spurs. Of, yeah, because he looks like a pineapple. Mm-hmm. And we'll close out uh, after dark with this. I also remember when Wolverine slashed his face. Oh, and he had the bucket on his head. And he had the bucket on his head. Yeah. That was during Hulk's, uh, or Rick Jones's, uh, bachelor party. Right. They were sticking lemon wedges in the eye holes. Right. While he was passed out. Oh, and it was funny. I was having deep, uh, Wolverine claw talk with a former Davy of the comic shop. I saw that. Davy Jr. And did you know at one point, you know how he had the holes in his hand where the, for the, where the claws would pop out? Yeah. Well, I found a card, like like we, you said you were talking about one of the Marvel cards from, like, 91, that explained how the claws work. And, you know, like, in the movie, they kind of explained that they just cut through his flesh and he would heal back up with his super healing factor later. Well, in the card, it explained that he had rubber plugs and seals that went in his skin that would keep it from closing up. And periodically, he had to have his seals and plugs changed. <laughs> owning a wolverine is like owning a car yep and i was like there's nothing that i like it, i enjoy thinking about more than wolverine being plugged <laughs> or pegged at the very least oh but yeah so i you can see that when you go down my my twitter you know mentions so right it's a beautiful card too fantastic it's definitely not repurposed art from somewhere else. No. No. That All was right, a lot Ed. of comic talk for After Dark this right. week. That's okay. We'll uh, we'll bullshit it up or something on the regular show. I don't know. Yeah, I'll try harder. I didn't even I didn't even talk about my broken tooth. Hey, I broke my tooth, and it sucks. That's, that's right. Joe Chomper supposed to. Oh, Christ. Uh, I meant to ask you about that, but 
What yeah, maybe we'll talk about it off mic or on the other thing. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? All right, everyone. Uh, longboxheroes.com, soon to be network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. And uh, yeah, do all your uh, your stuff there. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. So, this is a story that you'll enjoy. Right. Uh, bonus here at the end of uh, After Dark. So, uh, AIW, Rupia Wrestling, they have a podcast. It's a fun podcast. They have lots of good stuff. They have a good amount of buzz on it. They have a good following and so forth. So on this past week's episode, uh, it's co-hosted, I guess you could say, by John, who runs AIW, and Steve, who does, like, the ring announcing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve's a nice guy. He's from the local Cleveland comedy scene. He's been doing the wrestling stuff for about two years, you know. Uh... Good-looking kid, nice guy, you know, doesn't really rub anyone the wrong way. The anti-Joe Sposo. Right. And I get along with Steve. I like Steve, right? I'm joking. That you're just not pretty and, oh, you hate, and no, everybody no, no. hates you. He absolutely is the antithesis of me. Right. So on the show, he they did a, they did an episode where it was like Q&A, people send in questions, and we're going to read the questions and go from there. Most recent episode was a question about a Midwest indie promoter from the early to mid-2000s, by the name of Carmine Despirito. Okay. Okay? So, Steve gets the question, and he reads it, he reads the name wrong on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. He reads it as, like, Desperito or something, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, as a, just to bust his chops, and to put the plug out there for the podcast... I say the way that Steve said Carmine Despirito's name on the show this week was downright shameful. Uh-oh. Okay. Here's a link to the podcast. So he sends me a screen cap of the email that came in from the person asking the question where they misspelled Despirito as Desperito. And he's like, I just, you know... And he's like, I would have pronounced it differently, uh, seeing as you wrote it. Uh, admittedly, I don't know who it, who it is, right? So I say, I'm just messing with you, you know, no big deal. I'm just trying to have some fun. A gentle ribbing? Right. And he goes, I didn't want to out the emailer, because uh, I have, you know, I didn't want to out the guy who sent in the email either. And I said, I would have put him on blast. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> so he says... Uh, wrestling Twitter is already harsh enough the way it is. Mm-hmm. So later in the day, uh, conversations come up with, I have no idea what, you know, what came up or what we were talking about or what was going on. Uh, but the guy who sent the email listens to the podcast, recognizes his question, and, like, figures out that it was him, right? Mm-hmm. That sent in the thing. Hang on. Ugh. I want to make sure that I get the exact conversation back and forth. What? Because if you make a mistake, then it then it just boils over. Right. Then it's just, you know, it's just more of this. It's a never-ending cycle, essentially, is what it is at that point, Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't delete them, did he? No. You could delete Twitter? Yes. Okay. 
Uh, so I respond. I go, since you've outed yourself, uh, Steve did blame your poor spelling for his mispronunciation. <laughs> still, still tagging Steve in the tweets, right? Right. Uh, he says, sounds about right. It's not a name I've typed often in the last ten years. And I respond, I forgave you immediately. There's already too much negativity on Twitter these days anyway. Wow. <laughs> Just to continue the rib, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Steve kind of gets a little fired up, right? <laughs> He's not really sure how to take all this. You know, like, he, he gets ribbed a little bit from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not by me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm a nobody, right? Right. Uh, so he tweets, Apologies to Mr. Despirito, a person I don't know, admittedly did not know of, whose name was written incorrectly, hence the wrong pronunciation. That being oh. said... Uh, I nailed Shinjiro Erie, and most of you sons of bitches don't know where to start. <laughs> Sounds like someone's taking something personally. And then somebody else is like, hey man, can't you tell they're just busting your balls? Oh. And he's like, uh, I couldn't just throw out an apology and explanation, had to toss out some uh, sarcasm and attitude. Did I not do wrestling Twitter right? Damn it, supposed to teach me how this works. Uh, so you can I say just- that was... What? I, I close it all off by just saying retweet me in person, which is another kettle of fish that I'm not even getting into. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Right. But you could say you guys had a dispirito conversation. Right. It was a dispirited conversation, yes. Oh, okay. I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I don't care. <laughs> right. Exactly. I just thought that was a fun story. I was. I don't want to say that I was proud of myself. <sighs> Joe, you are... <laughs> You are the Philip Brooks. Oh! Yeah! Podcast yes. over. Disconnect. Hang on. <laughs> Giving gentle ribbings and not and just, just throwing them out there. Oof. I could give recent example that would help your case, yep. but I'm not going to do that, Todd. I'm not going to make your job easier for you. What? Mm-hmm. Listen. And is that the most insulting thing I've ever done to you is called you the Philip Brooks of, uh... Well, you didn't say I'm a cross between uh, Philip Brooks and R-Double. Then I would have thrown my microphone across the room in a fit of anger. I'll put that in, I'll put that in the chamber for the next shot. Yeah. There's a loaded bullet if there ever was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So oh. next you'll be saying I'm the David Lynch slash... You're the David Lynch slash Mike Nesmith of the show. Whoa, that's not even his real hat. <laughs> you know, all these years I thought his hat was green. Did you know his hat's actually blue? No, it's green. Listen, I recently heard an authority on the subject say his hat is blue. An authority? An authority. Oh my god, do I know this authority? Yes. Oh. And it's the other one, not the one you're thinking of. Okay. I'm only thinking of one. <laughs> well, I can't talk about that on air. But uh, oh, thanks, boy. everyone, again, for uh, bearing with me on this bonus uh, little add-on here for After Dark. I needed to give myself to some extra work, you know? Yes. That's what, I hope what you, this was. All I have to say is I hope you edit it all very well. I do. I have time codes written down and everything. Oh, time code. That's right. 